ஸ்ரீ சாய் சத் சரித்ரா சாப்டர் டுவெண்ட்டி எயிட் ஸ்பேரோஸ் ட்ரான்ட் ஷிர்தி ஸ்ரீ கணேஷாய நமஹா ஸ்ரீ சரஸ்வதியே நமஹா ஸ்ரீ வெங்கடேஷாய நமஹா ஸ்ரீ சாய்நாதாய நமஹா ஸ்ரீ சத்குருபியோ நமஹா இந்த சாப்டர் ஹேமந்த் பந்தல்ஸ் இஸ் அபவுட் லக்ஷ்மி சந்த் த புரான்பூர் லேடி மேகா அண்ட் அதர் மேட்டர்ஸ் சத்குரு சாய் தோ வி ஆர் டிலைட் டு ஹேவ் த இமேஜ் ஆஃப் பாபா சிட்டிங் ஆன் அ ஸ்டோன் வித் இஸ் ரைட் லெக் அக்ராஸ் த லெஃப்ட் அண்ட் இஸ் லெஃப்ட் ஹேண்ட் ரெஸ்டிங் ஆன் த ரைட் ஃபூட் ஆல்வேஸ் இன் அ ஃபீல்ட் ஆஃப் வியூ சாய் இஸ் நாட் கன்ஃபின் டு திஸ் ஃபார்ம் அலோன் சாய் இஸ் இன் த ஃபார்ம் அண்ட் அவுட் சைட் திஸ் ஃபார்ம் ஆல்சோ சாய் இஸ் ப்ரெசென்ட் இன் த ஸ்மாலஸ்ட் ஆஃப் த பீங்ஸ் லைக் த ஆண்ட்ஸ் அண்ட் இன்செக்ட்ஸ் இஸ் வெல் இன் த மூன் சன் மவுண்டெயின்ஸ் ரிவர்ஸ் அண்ட் எவ்ரி வேர் சாய் இஸ் ஆல் பவேடிங் இஸ் ஆத்மன் இன் எவ்ரி பீயிங் ஹீ இஸ் த பிகினிங் த மிடில் அண்ட் த end of all beings he is immovable as well as immovable beings he is in all those objects which the senses can perceive as well as in all his objects which are beyond the perception of the senses there is no place no object no being in which sai is not present sai is everywhere sai is para brahma sai is purna brahma only sai is our sadguru he alone can lead us to our destination a father gives birth to the body alone The Sadhguru takes us beyond birth and death. He is more kind and merciful than any father. In this connection, Baba used to say that wherever his devotee is, however distant the place may be, he would be drawn to Shirdi like a sparrow pulled by string tied to his feet. Here we will see three such sparrows being pull, pulled by Baba to Shirdi. Some even against their will. That is the affection and love. Baba has for us let us prostrate at the feet with all the humility before seeing how he pulled the sparrows Lakshmi Chand's story Lak sorry Lakamichand's story Lakamichand worked as a munshi clerk in the Sri Venkateshwara press at Bombay subsequently got a better job in the railway department when a private firm Mrs Rali Brothers and Co offered him a higher salary joined the firm a couple of months before christmas of 1910 AD he saw a dream when he was in Santa Cruz a suburb of Bombay in that dream he saw an old man with a beard and surrounded by his devotees the old man had a long sleeved shirt and a scarf tied round his head with a knot near his left ear He was slightly stooping maybe because of age Lakshmi Chand did not know what who he was and where he was he tried to find out from his friends but nobody could help him A few days later he attended a kirtan performed by Sri Daskunu Maharaj in the house of Lakshmi Pant's friend Sri Dattraya Manjunath Bijur as was his regular practice Dasnu Maharaj Daskunu Maharaj had kept a big portrait of Sai Baba in every performance he did puja to the portrait first and then started his kirtan that day also he did the same the topic was about Sant Tukaram to his utter bewilderment Lakshmi Chand saw that the old man of his dream and the person in the photo were one and the same later he learned the same name of the old man to be Sri Sai Baba and that he was living in Shirdi as we have seen so many times earlier Daskunu Maharaj's kirtan were always electrifying whatever may be the subject of the kirtan the audience is just spellbound we also saw earlier the chak Cholkar and Pitale were so much moved by the Kirtan that they decided then and there to visit Shirdi and have darshan of Baba. Lakshmi Chant was no, Lak, sorry, Lakshmi Chant was no different. Bowing to the feet of the Baba at the end of the Kirtan, he decided that he must visit Shirdi and get Baba's blessings. Every devotee has experienced and is experiencing that whenever a spiritual decision is taken, God immediately helps. 
This can be practically verified even today. The night Lakka Michan decided to go to Shirdi, a surprise was waiting for him when he went home after the Kirtan. One of his friends, Shankar Rao, knocked at his door to find out if he would accompany him to Shirdi. Lakshmichan's joy, sorry, Lakamichan's joy knew no bounds. He borrowed rupees 15 from his cousin and left Shirdi. When he and his friends Shankar Rao boarded the train, they found that many of their friends and relatives were also in the compartment and were going to Shirdi. After singing some bhajans, Lakamichan inquired about Baba with some fellow passengers. They were four Muslims. They told him that Shai Baba was a great saint and was living in Shirdi for many years. This discussion went on till the train reached Kopakorn. When he got down from the train, Lakamachand wanted to buy some good goas for offering to Baba. While he was looking for the vendor, he was also seeing the local scenery and was so fascinated that he forgot about the fruits. The friends engaged a tonga for going to Shirdi. On the way, Lakamachand remembered about the goas. He repented for his action of for of not buying them at the station. Then he saw that the old man, old women, was coming to them, running behind the tonga. She was carrying a basket of goas on her head. Lakamachand stopped the tonga and bought four of the best goas. When he was about to pay the money for them, she said, "Please take the other fruits also and offer them to Sai Baba on my behalf." The friends were surprised. Lakamachand thought that the old woman might be a relative to of the old man he saw in his dream. They reached Shirdi and got down from the Tonga near the masjid. <coughs> When they saw the flags on the masjid, they folded their palms in respect. After buying the puja materials, they went inside and prostrated the feet of Baba. They completed puja and were in indescribable bliss after seeing Baba. Then Baba spoke. Billy fellows do bhajans on the way and ask others why ask others one should see with one's one's own own eyes why ask others was a dream false find out now why borrow money and come here is the wish fulfilled now lakamachand was wonderstruck by baba's omniscience he could not understand how baba could know what all happened on the way the most important thing for us to know is that baba never liked devotees to come to shirdi borrowing money from others He never wanted his devotees to be in debt for seeing him. Sansa After the noon aarti everyone sat for meals. One of the devotees offered some sansa to all as prasadam with the meals. Lakamachand liked the sansa very much as it was his first visit. He thought that sansa was offered as a prasadam every day at Shirdi. So next day when there was no sansa for his meals he was disappointed. He was eagerly looking forward to the time when sansa would be served again. On the third day Bapu Sahib jog asked Baba what naivaitam should be prepared. Baba told him to prepare sansa. The devotees brought two big pots of sansa by noon aarti Lakshmi Chak look up Lakamachand was very angry uh, sorry very hungry he also had some pain in the back then baba told him it is good that you are hungry eat sansa take some medicine for your back pain once again lakamachand was stunned he wondered how baba could knew all that was going in his mind without us telling evil uh, evil eye lakamachand then saw the night procession to shirdi baba was mildly coughing Seeing Baba thus inconvenienced, Lakamachand thought that some that some 
one must have cast an evil eye on baba next day when he went to meet baba baba was telling shama yesterday i had some cough someone must have cast an evil eye on me that is why i am suffering for the third time laka merchant was stunned he just did not know how baba knew all his thoughts then he slowly understood baba's omniscience and kindness to his devotees he prostrated at baba's feet and prayed deva there is no other god to me than you bless me and protect me always allow me to chant your name always and sing your bhajans allow me to be always at your divine feet baba duly blessed him with buddhi prasad and laka merchant returned home from then on he became a staunch devotee of baba he always sent garlands of flowers Kampur and Dakshina when anyone among his acquaintances went to Shirdi. Burhan, poor lady story. Let us see how Baba, Baba pulled the string of the other sparrow. A lady in Burhanpur, present Barampur in Orissa, had a dream one night. In the dream, she saw Baba asking her for kichdi. that is rice cooked in dal with salt added she woke up immediately and checked outside her house found that nobody was there still she narrated the entire dream to everyone she met including her husband she was employed in the postal department he was employed in the postal department within a short time he was transferred to akola when they settled down in akola both the husband and wife being devoted decided to visit shirdi and get baba's blessings on a suitable day they started the journey on the way they visited gomati tita and then went to shirdi they stayed in shirdi for two months both of them went to masjid every day and served baba to their heart's content they spent time happily for the first 14 days the purpose for which they came to shirdi was not achieved they had come with the intention of preparing kichdi and offering it as nayvedyam to baba the lady was going restless on the 15th day she prepared the kichdi and afternoon aarti to get to masjid As she reached slightly late everyone was already sitting with the meals and baba had got inside the curtain and about to start the meals when once baba goes inside the curtain nobody dares enter but this lady was keen on serving baba so she entered inside and found that baba was eagerly awaiting the kichdi the lady served the dish in baba's plate and he ate it with great relish the people who had assembled there were surprised and once again saw how much baba loved his devotees Megha story the third sparrow megha was a simple illiterate brahman cook of rao bhagodur hp sate megha was a devotee of shivya sorry shiva and always chanted the panchakshari ho namachivaya he did not know how to perform sandhya vandanam or recite as chief mantra the gayatri behind beyond shiva panchakshari he did not know anything Sate somehow liked him and talked him both the Sandhya Mantra and the Gayatri Mantra. Sate also told him that uh, Shiva has incarnated in Shirdi and that, and that he should go and see Baba. Sate accompanied Megha up to the Broj railway station. At the railway station, Megha came to know that Baba was a Muslim. He was a very orthodox Brahmin and his mind was perturbed at the thought of prostrating at the feet of a Muslim. He begged his master not to send him to Shirdi. Sate, however, was equally keen that he should go to Shirdi. He also gave Meha a letter of introduction to his father-in-law Ganesh Damodar, also known as Dada Kaldir in Shirdi, to introduce Meha to Baba. Next day, he reached Shirdi and with his letter went to the masjid. As soon as he came to know that Meha is entering the entering the masjid, Baba came out and shouted, Kick out this rascal you are a high caste brahmin and i am a low caste muslim you will lose your caste by coming here go away 
Baba did not allow him to enter the masjid. Neha was stunned about how Baba could know what he was passing in his mind. Mega stayed for some days in Shirdi serving Baba in his own way, but in his heart he was not happy. After a few days he went home and then visited Triambiak in Nasik district. Triambakeshwar or Triambak is one of the 12 places where Jyotirlingas are worshipped. It is the chief place among the 12. My Mega stayed there for a year and a half. At the end of the period he came back to Shirdi this time Dada Kelker and others intervened and Baba allowed Mega inside the masjid. Externally Baba did not influence Mega by performing any miracles. Baba was working on Mega internally through his mind. After he came back from Trambakeshwar he was a changed person and considerably benefited. He began to look upon Sai Baba as an incarnation of Shiva. It is said that Shiva is very fond of being worshipped with bilvapuri bela leaves. Mega was used to go miles and miles to collect these leaves of worshipping Shiva namely Sai Baba. He followed a procedure of worshipping all the gods in the villages first and then come to masjid. There he worshipped Baba's seat gadi. Gadi. After that he caressingly massaged Baba's legs then he washed Baba's feet and took the water which passed through Baba's feet as Tita. In short, he worshipped Sai Baba as though he was worshipping Shivalinga. Once it is so happened that when Mega went to Kandoba temple it was closed so he went to masjid without worshiping Kandoba then Baba told him complete the worshiping of complete the worship of the remaining god and come Mega told him that the temple was closed go now and see was Baba's reply when Mega went to Kandoba temple he was surprised to see it open after worshiping Kandoba Mega went back to masjid and worshiped Baba Ganga Abhishekam There is saying that Shiva is Abhisheka Priya and Vishnu is Alankara Priya. The Shiva Bhaktas perform Rudraksha, Rudra Abhishekam regularly. Mega being a staunch Shiva Bhakta wanted to perform Ganga Abhishekam to Baba. The procedure was to initially apply sandal paste to the body and then do the Abhishekam. Baba was reluctant but on repeated requests from Mega agreed to his request. Happy with this, Mega travelled eight course. 24 miles to Gomati river and brought water he made all the preparations and requested baba to come to the abhishekam place baba once again requested him to leave him alone as he was a fakir and had nothing to do with ganga water mega was firm then baba told him that as a head is the most important organ of the body he should pour water only on the head mega agreed baba sat down and admits chanting of slogas mega began to pour water on baba's head during the process he was so overcome with love that he shouted har har gange and poured the water over the entire body after emptying the pot he kept the pot inside and looked at baba His mind which was still now full of joy at the Abhishekam was suddenly surprised. He saw that only Baba's head was wet and rest of the body was completely dry. Trishul and the Linga Meha worshipped Baba at two places. He worshipped him in person at the masjid and his photo at the Bada. This big picture of Baba was given to him by Nana Sahib Chandorkar. He continued Baba's worship for 12 months. Happy with his devotion, Baba decided to show his appreciation. Early in the morning one day when Meha was still in his, in his bed with his eyes closed, he saw Baba's form. Baba knew that he was awake. He sprinkled akshata on the bed and said, Megha, draw a trishul 
and disappeared hearing baba's voice megha got up and searched for baba but did not find him to confirm that baba had come there were, there were the rice grains of akshata he then went to baba told him about the vision and asked his permission to draw the trishul baba was slightly irritated he said did you not hear my words asking you to draw the trishul it was not a vision but a direct order my words are always pregnant with a meaning and never hollow megha told about his predicament he said i thought you woke me up but found that all the doors were closed so i thought it was just a vision baba said i require no doors to open i have no form i live everywhere like a shudra that i carry out all the actions of the one who trusts me and becomes one with me meha went back to vada and drew a trishul on the wall near baba's picture next day ramdasi bhakta came from pune prostrated at the feet of baba and offered him a shivalinga at the same time mega also came to the master baba told him see shankara has come take care of him now and gave the shivalinga to him mega was surprised to see the shivalinga so immediately after he drew the trishul here in the vada kaka sahib had finished taking bath and was having a towel over his head. he was chanting sai nama then he saw a vision of a shivalinga he began to wonder how a shivalinga could come in his mind when then he was thinking only of sai a few minutes later mega showed him the shivalinga presented by baba kakka sahib was taken aback to see what that it resembled the linga he had seen in his vision after a few days baba installed the shivalinga near the big picture which mega was worshiping worship of shiva was very dear to mega by arranging the drawing of the trishul and the installation of the shivalinga baba confirmed his faith in mega's mode of worship after serving baba for many years mega passed away in 1912 ad baba passed his hand over the body and said this was a true devotee of mine baba also arranged at his own expense the funeral dinner to be given to the brahmins the entire order was carried out by kaka sahib dikshit with this the 28th chapter called as parus drawn to shridi is complete in the next chapter himant pan tells us about madrasi bhajan mela tendulkar dr captain hait vaman narvekar and other matters shri sadguru sainath parmastu shubham bhavatu om shanti 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 next comes the important forms of worship there are nine forms of bhakti one is shravana shravana means hearing second is kirtana kirtana means praying third is marana smarana means remembering fourth is pada sevana pada sevana means worship of the feet fifth is archana worship sixth is namaskara means bowing seventh is dasya service seventh is dasya and the service eighth is sakyata friendship nine is atmanivedana surrender of the self there are nine types of there are nine types of bhakti if any of these is followed sincerely then lord shri hari will manifest in the home of a devotee om sai ram